Welcome to our podcast. My name is Jeffrey Addis. I am the Chief Operating Officer of Merganser Capital Management. Before we begin, a few important regulatory disclosures. This presentation is for informational purposes only and should not be considered as an investment advice or a recommendation of any particular issuer, security, strategy, or investment product. Now on to our podcast. Joining me today is our Chief Investment Officer, Andy Smock, who's going to share a few thoughts about fixed income yields and spreads and what that looks like over the next 12 months. Andy, here we are in the first week of November and the Fed has just raised rates another 75 basis points. How would you describe the fixed income markets this year? Many terms have been used to describe 2022 for fixed income, and it really is hard to overstate how dramatic of a year it's been. The global ag's down close to 20% year-to-date. That's the first time in my career I've experienced a bear market in bonds. And the off-sided universe of negative yielding bonds, which we saw in the press so much the past few years, has gone from a peak of $18 trillion in market value at the end of 2020 to just a couple trillion. And what about the U.S. markets? Things are a bit better domestically. The U.S. ag is down about 15% year-to-date. As you might have guessed, the short end of the curve has beaten them both at a drop of less than 5%. Given that history, where do we stand today? Given that history, where do we stand today? Well, prior to yesterday's Fed meeting, the market was thinking, slash hoping, that we are in the final innings of Fed hikes for this cycle. And while the pace will almost certainly decrease, the peak Fed fund rate is very unclear, according to Powell, and we are not yet close to it. So we should include a wide range of outcomes when we think about any forward returns. What's going on with the front end of the curve, especially the two-year point? We've gotten a lot of questions recently about whether the front end of the curve is attractive, probably because the two-year yield is the highest point on the curve. And there are a few ways to answer this. One helpful way to think about any investment is return per unit of risk. A simple way that applies to bonds is yield per unit of duration, since interest rate risk is the greatest risk within the investment-grade universe. So what is it currently in the short end of the curve? For the 1 to 3 Gov Credit Index, the yield per unit of duration right now is 2.5, or 2.51, depending on when you look at the charts. This is the highest level since 2007. The average over 25 years is 1.4 times. In this index, the duration barely changes over time, so that increase in the multiple is almost entirely due to higher yields. By this metric, short-term bond is unequivocally attractive. What about out the curve? Core bond, further out the curve, measured by the Bloomberg aggregate, has a multiple of 0.79, which is also the cheapest since 2009, but a far cry from the two and a half times of short-term bond. So given these metrics, what does that mean from a future return perspective? A model that's based on market expectations of curve moves, which includes expected Fed hikes, shows the return over the next 12 months at over 5%. That sounds pretty darn good. But what if inflation keeps going up and the Fed keeps hiking? What would it take in terms of curve moves to make the total return negative? What would it take a Fed funds move higher of over 500 basis points in order to become negative? That would be a Fed funds terminal rate of almost 9%. That feels like pretty good downside protection, even in a world full of risks. And what are your thoughts on 2023? My personal conclusion is that short-term bond accounts look very attractive right now. I don't think the Fed will pivot and cut rates in 2023. But if they did, that would only strengthen the case. Thanks, Andy. And thank you, everyone, for listening. This commentary contained or incorporated by reference certain forward-looking statements, which are based on various assumptions, some of which are beyond our control. Opinions and estimates offered constitute our judgment and are subject to change without notice. 
as are statements of financial market trends which are based on current market conditions. No part of this presentation may be reproduced in any form or referred to in any other publication without the express written permission of Merganser Capital Management. For more information, please visit our website at www.merganser.com. Thank you.